If you are stuck in your journey, there's something you're doing that's keeping you stuck. People are trying to lose weight when weight isn't the problem. So they're stuck in a loop of this number on the scale, but they're not actually fixing the metabolic issues. The question that you should be asking, and this is the only question that matters. Why do some find it tough to lose fat, even though they're following a carnivore diet? In this interview with Coach Bronson Dan, we discuss the three reasons why weight loss stalls happen on a carnivore diet and what you need to do to fix it. And to help you guys out next week, I'm going to come out with a meal plan specifically designed for fat loss on a carnivore diet. So if you want to check it out, make sure that you subscribe. Now, why do some people on a carnivore diet have a tough time losing fat? Well, there's a couple of different reasons. One, because they're focused on losing fat. People are trying to lose weight when weight isn't the problem. So they're stuck in a loop of this management of their this, this number on the scale, but they're not actually fixing the metabolic issues, the physical inability to perform movement, their strength issues, their limited range of motion. There's, a, there's all sorts of other things going on there. So I think that's the one thing. Focusing on the wrong thing is going to have you do the wrong thing. And, and that's kind of what what keeps people in a stall often. For some reason, we tend to think that if we lose the weight, all these problems are going to go away. And that's yes. not the case. We nope. lose the weight. doesn't Just losing weight doesn't mean you're healthy. Losing weight doesn't mean you can now physically do things you couldn't do before. There's a lot of aspects to quality of life that weight has absolutely nothing to do with. The other thing is doing things based off of a mindset and methodology that is the same as what everyone's doing with the standard American diet, but applying it to the carnivore diet. So if we know that standard American food isn't good for us, so we go to carnivore, that's great or we go to keto, that's great. But if you're still trying to replace the bad food with keto or carnivore versions of the bad food, you're not fixing any of the issues and relationship you have with the food, the reasons why you're getting away from those things. Processed crappy carnivore food is just as bad as processed crappy standard American food. So let's talk about what to, is the processed uh, crappy carnivore foods for people that might not know. People that are better making dessert. If you're making a dessert and you're using animal-based products, okay, and you're trying to make this dessert every night because you miss having your cheesecake, so you're making a carnivore cheesecake every night, you're not moving forward in your journey. Trying to make something that's not healthy healthy so that you don't have to let go of the thing that made you not healthy. It's a little mind game you got to play in there, right? The problem isn't the fact that you're not carnivore. The problem is that you're connected to a way of living that isn't conducive to being healthy and having a high quality of life. So this is what I work with a lot in, with people in the mindset aspect of, of their journey is learning that your health is directly tied to the mindset you have about how you're eating. That's why we talk about fat loss. We talked about this right before we started. That's why fat loss isn't the goal. Quality of life is the goal. If we want to improve our quality of life, then I want to re-establish what I determine is going to get me there. I'm not going to try and eat cheesecake every day, even if it's carnivore. I'm going to realize that cheesecake, whether it's standard American keto, paleo, or carnivore cheesecake is not real food. 
And that's similar not with help deli meats, similar with salami, prosciutto, similar with cheeses, um, cream cheese, all these things, they're not actually feeding you nutrients, which is getting to the root cause of insulin resistance and all these problems that we have. Yeah. And that's the thing, the, the, the evaluation, and this is a process that each person has to go through at some point in time, you're going to realize if you are stuck in your journey, there's something you're doing that's keeping you stuck. And you have to evaluate if the food that I'm eating is not helping me move forward, then doing more of making food carnivore versus just eating real food isn't going to help. So thinking about your macros and I need this much protein and this much fat, I need to make sure that, you know, the macros are all matching or my ratio is perfect or whatever. If that's not working for you, then something has to change. If you're worried more about your macros than you are the nutrition that you're actually getting, then there needs to be a reframe in your mind, a refocus. What is actually working? Now, as you can see, fat loss on a carnivore diet can be a little bit tricky. That's why Coach Bronson and I have created the 60-day fat loss program. It's going to teach you everything you need to know about how much protein and fat and the most important thing, which is the mindset around fat loss and how to get fat adapted. I'll leave the link right here so that you can join. I hope to see you there. The questions, the, the one of the biggest questions I get a lot from people when they're getting started is, can I have this? Can I have this cheesecake? Can I have this cream cheese? Can I have uh, butter on carnivore? Can I eat eggs? Can I, you can eat whatever you want and you can call it whatever you want. The question that you should be asking, and this is the only question that matters, the only question that matters, is your choice to eat that food going to help you reach your goal? It's yes, it's going to help me. Or no, it's not going to help me. No, I, I know what, what people are it. thinking. I know what they're thinking. How can you determine a yes or a no? As an example, beef. Mm -hmm. Is that going to get me to my goal? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cheese. Maybe. Some so people is... have a problem with it. Some people don't. A lot of people that I deal with, when they eat, when they eat dairy consistently, they get stalled. But everybody's different. So you have to play around with that for yourself. But the question is not, are you allowed, right? The, the evaluation is, is this working for me? And if you are eating treats, if you're eating processed foods, if you're eating things that are more focused on macros than nutrition, then you probably need to make a switch to more whole foods and think about the nutrition in what you're eating, not just the macros of what you're eating. The other thing is physical activity. If you are not moving your body and you are not telling your body that it needs to utilize the nutrition that it is getting, then you are going to be stuck and things are not going to work well. Muscle is the largest store of glycogen that we have. If you're not building muscle, then you are not able to manage the fuel that you do take in. The function of your body, the efficiency of how your body works and the things it is able to do is directly related to the protein that you eat and the muscle that you build. So again, if you don't have muscle, if you're not using your muscles, your body is not going to function as well. Lean mass is, a, is an indicator of and directly correlates to immune system function, hormone system function, reduction of injury, reduction of stay and recovery from surgery or illness. There's a whole bunch of things that you absolutely have to, to have in your life from a physical activity perspective in order to reach that, again, 
quality of life goal. And this is new that I learned from you is that we're not focusing on fat loss. What we want to do is to get fat adapted. So can you explain yeah. what does that mean? You want your body to be good at burning and utilizing fat. So there's a couple of things. And, and again, it's not just fuel. This is another thing too, is, is fat is fuel, but fat is also a catalyst for your body's ability to access nutrition. So fat by itself, when we eat fat, doesn't really have a lot of nutrients in it. Okay, it's mostly calorically dense, it's energy. But protein, particularly when we're getting protein from whole foods, when we're eating meat, has a ton of nutrients in it. A lot of that nutrition requires fat in order for your body to absorb it. We have to have fat and we have to be able to process fat so that our body can get the nutrition that it needs. And then uh, hopefully the idea is that we can start pulling fat off of our body instead of having to eat it as much. And then we can really, that's where metabolic function increases that's where fuel access increases. That's where energy throughout your day increases. And then that's where getting smaller, shrinking your body, losing body fat increases. So what do you think about high fat carnival diet, which we're seeing lately? Does yeah. that help with fat loss? Overeating fat is never going to help you lose fat. High fat has no definition. What does that mean? To, to me, high fat could mean more fat than I'm used to eating, which a lot of people don't eat enough fat. So if I'm if if I have a client who comes to me and they've been eating 75 grams of fat a day and I have them say go to 100 then they are now high fat. But that's not high fat as as a now I'm going to eat a 2 to 1 ratio of fat to protein. That's a different high fat. The, the second half of that is there's the high fat that is high fat at the expense of protein. And I think that is the biggest mistake anybody can make. Muscle mass is the number one component in metabolic function. The number one component in metabolic function. The only macronutrient that we have available to our bodies to maintain muscle mass is protein. If you are not getting enough protein, then you are by definition decreasing the performance of your metabolic function. Let's spell out what do we mean by metabolic function? Metabolic function is every single system in your body that keeps you alive. So our brain, our heart, your brain, your heart, cardiovascular legs, system, cardiovascular, your immune system, your hormone system, Hormones. your gut, yes. everything. If you're not getting enough protein, you are breaking your body down. Okay. Well, period. There's no way around that. You, okay. There not is doing one, a low if, protein diet now. <laughs> if there is one macronutrient that you cannot adjust and skimp on, particularly as you get older and you're fighting against sarcopenia and you're fighting against the wasting away of muscle tissue because it and menopause. happens as a real thing and you're dealing with menopause and all of these other things. Menopause, by de uh, the, the process of menopause, it adds to the loss of muscle mass, it increases body fat. If you're dealing with these things and you are not eating more protein than you're used to eating, you are setting yourself up for a huge, huge, huge failure. Let's spell out how much protein is a good starting point? The average person, I like to start with, like we talked about one-to-one, -one, the average person, I like to start with one gram of protein per pound of lean mass. So if you weigh 200 pounds and you're 25% body fat, then you should be eating about 125 grams of, of protein. Okay, that's a starting point. That may be more than you need. That may be less than you need. Depends on what your goals are. It depends on where you're coming from. Start there. I guarantee you, if you start there, you're going to see an improvement in 
all sorts of aspects of your life, particularly if it's more than you're used to eating. Most people that I work with, women over 40 is my biggest demographic. Okay, so anybody talk, anybody that's listening to me saying, well, he's a guy, he doesn't know. I deal with, I've been working with women over 40 for 10 years. Okay, I understand how you guys think. So I have a, I have a study that was published earlier this year. I worked with a bunch of women. We did this protocol and it improved all the symptoms of menopause by doing it this way. Okay, so one gram of, of protein per pound of lean mass. If that's more than you're used to eating, don't worry about trying to get there overnight. Take your time. Try to work up to where you're getting more of that protein in. I guarantee you, you're going to see some improvement in all sorts of different things. Awesome. And where can people get more of your coaching? Yeah. So um, we're doing a challenge. Yes. When we just the started start? a the challenge. Cha yeah. Well, that challenge starts. It started um, January 1st. First live call okay. is January 13th. And by the way, it's called okay. the 60 day fat loss program. Hence why we're talking about how much protein and how much fat, because the beautiful yep. coach Bronson is going to tell you exactly what beautiful. you need to know. Well, the ha I shouldn't say beautiful, handsome. The mm. handsome Coach Bronson is going to tell you exactly how much protein, fat. He's going to go through all the troubleshooting issues, everything yeah. you need to know. It's not about just fat loss. It's about becoming fat adapted and building a strong body so that you can have longevity in your life. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, it's all. And that's the one message I want everyone to take away from this is that we're not doing this so we can be skinny. If you really sit down and think about why you're on this journey, it's because you don't like the way that your life is going and you want to live a better life. There's something about your life that is making you sad, depressed, whatever. And I can tell I can guarantee you this, guys, it's not your weight. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Coach Bronson Dan, the three reasons why you cannot lose fat on a carnivore diet. If you want to join the 60-day fat loss program, the link is down here. The first live meeting starts January 13th. I hope to see you there.